Welcome. <laughs> it's July. It really is July. I mean, it's so July. There was never a more July in no. July. Welcome to She Watchables podcast, the July edition, where we are puddles of liquidy, just just puddles on the floor. It's so hot. We just puddled and puddled. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, what yeah. did you do on the hottest day of the uh, the year so far <laughs> ever in the history of the world? Well, we sat in a darkened room. And we recorded a podcast. Yes. That we did. <laughs> we did. Let's get this done. This is anyway. admitted we are seeing our fans. <laughs> we are, we are, yes, we are. Um, so, we promised another... Well, we said a, a kind of holiday, an overseas yeah. film. It's not mm. really a holiday film, is it? No. No, but I mean, they are going on a journey. They are going um, on, yes, But it's not yeah. really a holiday, it's a relocation. It is, yeah. Uh, yeah. It goes a little bit awry. Mm, it mm. does, yeah. So, this month... We are looking at uh, the 2001 anime, Spirited Away. Yay! Yay! I love Spirited Away. And I have so, so enjoyed it. Good. I've so enjoyed it. Good, good. Um, so for anyone who hasn't seen it, um, it's a film about a 10-year-old girl mm-hmm. whose parents um, are magically... They are spirited away. Yes, they are spirited away. They are away. magically transformed into pigs. Yep. And... It's, it's the tale of her adventures trying to save them, isn't it? Yeah. To put it in a nutshell. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Jihiro, she loses her identity, doesn't she? She gets her name taken away from her. She so does. She not only has to res- like find a way to rescue her parents, but she has to try rescue and... Rescue herself. Res- rescue herself as well. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very deep. Very meaningful. Do you know what? It is very deep. Um, I'm going to go straight to is it rewatchable and why or why not. Yeah. Because I think I may have only seen it once before mm-hmm. this... Uh, this rewatch, right? Um, and I remember enjoying it, but I remember thinking it was quite—I'm uh, not sure. Yeah, maybe episodic is the is the word. I remember yeah. stuff that happened in it, yeah, but I didn't really remember the full story and how it moves how, through the story. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, and I think on—I've watched it twice now, or well, twice more now, mm-hmm. and I've enjoyed it more each time. Yeah, because I've kind of got more about it. I've got mm. more of the depth and you know, all the stuff that's going on in the background. Yeah. And how each thing that happens in the story leads on to mm-hmm. something else. Yeah. Um, so I think it's definitely rewatchable. Yes, absolutely. For that reason, because you just pick up more and more things each time. You do. Yeah, like yeah, like you said, on face value, it's just like a sort of action-y... Sort of, it's got funny moments, action-y comedy... Yeah. adventure sort of film. But yeah, if you rewatch it, you like you said, you do just pick up snippets of more and more things that are going on in the background and you sort of realise that some of the background characters aren't just background characters, they're actually doing things that you don't necessarily pick up on first viewing. Definitely, yeah. yeah. yeah, It's very clever. And I think the fact that, um, obviously it's a Japanese film, Mm -hmm. I think some of it you don't get because of the cultural differences Yeah. and then the more you kind of read around it, then the more you get it. Mm -hmm. One of the things that I picked up because I read it in the IMDB trivia to be fair but that I've never really noticed before is the thing about cut the line yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. that happens twice it in the does. film doesn't it yeah um it's a it's an old Japanese kind of I don't know it's, um it's the ward off like uh, a... yeah well you put your, your fingers together as if you're playing like it's like a goalpost yeah and then someone has to put the 
hand between it to yeah. break the kind of bad luck, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a superstition, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Japanese superstition. Yeah. And once you see that happen once, and then you see the little mouse do it at the end. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I, I think it is like a, an older Japanese tradition, isn't yes. it? Because apparently the um, voice actor who played Chihiro in the original version, she didn't understand no. this like superstition. Yeah. So, but she was only a child herself at the time, so she didn't. That's it. No. So exactly. So so we don't feel too bad. Yeah. Not yeah. knowing that that Japanese custom. Yeah. But it's just little things like that that you don't mm-hmm. pick up, and then you know when, when you read about it, you're like oh, I, I get what that is. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it, it's fun. It um. I read a, a, an article in Time magazine, um, from last year, um, and I think this. I think this kind of sums up what we're trying to say very mm-hmm. ineloquently, if that's even a word it is now. Um, and um, one of the people that was writing the article uh, says that it's not entirely clear when you watch it for the first time what it's about, mm-hmm. which I think is probably, you know, probably true. What it's yeah. about, you understand the storyline, but you don't really get the themes. Mm-hmm. Um, and it says it can be interpreted in lots of different ways. And this kind of thing is... is it's the sort of thing that gets people to go back and watch something over and over again because it means different things to them yeah. each time they watch it and maybe even, depending on how old they are, it'll mean different things to them. Mm-hmm. And it says it's a movie that can be watched and rewatched, pondered in solitude or mulled over in company. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah That's a good way go of putting it. With that. Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. Yeah. So... Well, it's not, a, it's not a, a bad length of film to watch Solo War in company as well. It doesn't... No. Uh, it doesn't, two, like, dawdle, does it? It's two hours, five just, minutes. Just over two hours, yeah. But, yeah, it feels like... It doesn't feel like it's a two-hour, five-minute no, film, I don't think. No, it does kind of race along. I must admit, the second time I rewatched it, I watched it in bits, mm-hmm. and it works really well. Yeah. Um, I think it would actually... It would arguably have worked even better mm-hmm. as a little six-part, you know, Netflix yeah, maybe, TV yeah. series. When did you first watch it? Um, it wasn't on release. I think it was a, only maybe five or six years ago. I think I first saw it. Okay. Um, probably on that streaming service or a streaming service. <laughs> they all, yeah, the they original all dropped, streaming service. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think uh, a lot, if not all, of the Studio Ghibli films all dropped on that particular streaming service. Yeah, yeah. Um, and still there. Yeah. Hooray! I know. Thank goodness. Yeah, and I still haven't caught up with them all yet. Oh no, me neither. Me neither. There's a couple that I like. I, I want to like smack my hand because yes. I'm like, why haven't you watched this yet? I know, I know. I still haven't watched The Tale of Princess Kaguya, Mm-mm. which I know a lot of people think is one of the best. Yeah. So I do need to watch that and Kiki's Delivery Service. Yes, that's one I, I was thinking of. Yeah. Yeah, and Princess Mononoke as well. I've not oh, seen goodness, that yet no, either. I haven't seen that. I've done um, My Neighbour Totoro. Yeah. Uh, Howl's Moving Castle. Ponyo, I love Howl's Ponyo. I saw Ponyo yeah. at Glastonbury. Actually. Oh, did you? Yeah. Oh, it was nice. super, super hot. In fact, it was a day very much like today, <laughs> if I remember. And yeah. I was like, let's just go somewhere in the shade. Oh. Yeah, we did, we did. Um, when Oh, when Marnie was there, isn't a Ghibli, is it? It's uh, Oh, it is a Ghibli, but it's not directed by um, oh, right. Miyazaki. Yeah. I always get that mixed up. That one's very good, too. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we've kind of wandered, not like us. No, um, not at all. <laughs> but we should probably uh, go back to Studio Ghibli and, and how uh, this film kind of came about. Yeah, absolutely. So, written and directed by... Uh, I knew how to pronounce this about an hour ago. Hayao. Is it Hayao? Hayao? Are we going I was, for that? Yeah, I'll go with that. I was. I just sort of said it as I read it as 
Heyo. Let's go with but Miyazaki. Heyo. Miyazaki. Yes. Yeah. So Heyo or Heyo Miyazaki. He shares a birthday with me. Does he really? 5th of January. Wow. I was going to yeah. say you don't look that old. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's got a couple of years on me. <laughs> yes, just a few. The same date. Just a few, yeah. Uh, yeah, born in 1941. Yeah. I think. So he's coming up for about his fourth retirement now, I think. Yeah, I uh, think so. <laughs> Um, so he was one of the founding members of Studio Ghibli. He was. Uh, with, I have to try and read my writing now, Toshio Suzuki mm-hmm. and Iseo Takahata. I think so. Yeah, just say it confidently. It's not that I can't say it, it's just literally my writing. writing. <laughs> <laughs> so that was set up in 1985. Yeah. So it's been going for a while. Yeah, it really has. Before this. And yeah, they've done tons of films mm-hmm. and... The, Lots of little offshoots, and they're very, very uh, distinctive. I yeah. would say the Studio Ghibli films—they're like oh, I was going to be cruel, and they're like Disney, but in my opinion, better. Yes, they're probably more consistent. I, mean, I would say, like drawing-wise and style-wise and things. Mm. That this is my preference to yeah to Disney. Not I mean, that I'm knocking Disney. No, no, no. But I mean, we're leaping ahead mm-hmm. again. Not like us. But I've almost... I, I have written down under cast and MVP uh, that the animators could be the MVPs. They could arguably mm. be the MVPs. Yeah. Because it's beautiful. It is. It's absolutely gorgeous. Mm-hmm. And you've got, like... I mean, I, obviously there's a huge list of animators. I don't know if different animators did different aspects mm-hmm. of the, you know, the, of, the, of the, the drawing. Obviously most of it was hand-drawn as well. Yeah. But you've got like the backgrounds, which are beautiful, and the bit at the end where she's running down the hill, and you've got all the wildflowers, and you know it's yeah. beautiful and blue sky and green, and all those lovely kind of backgrounds. Mm-hmm. And then you've got the real sharp drawings in the foreground, yeah. And you've got you know really cute characters, and you've got really scary characters, yeah. You know, there's just like it, it a huge incredible. range, and you wouldn't think it would work putting all that together because mm-hmm. it's almost like the different styles of animation, isn't yeah, it? Almost, they are, in the almost, same, yeah. yeah, in the same film, but it really works. Yeah, and as I say, it's completely distinctive. You know, when you're watching a, a Ghibli film, don't mm-hmm. you? absolutely, mm-hmm. yeah, it's beautiful. So, so it's not just us that think that. Um, so does everyone else. Yeah. It's literally everyone. Literally everyone. Almost everyone else, yeah. <laughs> got 8.6 on IMDb. Mm-hmm. Um, that's fair enough. Mm. can go along with that. I know. I started to read a couple of the um, sort of lower reviews. What do, what, what do people have to object well, to? It's just like, I just can't even... Uh, I, right, so a lot of them seem to have the same sort of comments within the review yeah. of... Uh-huh. I just didn't get it. <laughs> okay. So yeah. I was thinking, well, fair enough. Like, you know, if you if you've not got it, that's fine. But what are you trying to get? You know, yeah, are you try it... are you trying to think? Oh, this is so. This is something profound, and I'm looking for a big profound yes. message uh-huh. throughout this uh-huh. film. Which actually, I think you know, there are some like nice, yeah, little elements of that in the film. But if not, just try switching your brain off. Just watch it and. And enjoy the visuals and enjoy the lighter side of it, I guess. I did, in all fairness, read a quote from Miyazaki saying that um, he does not understand why these films keep getting released in America. Because he said (laughs) they confuse Japanese people. Yeah. You know, they're not straightforward films, Mm -hmm. um, you know. 
with with straightforward characters and straightforward motives. Yeah. Um, you know, why on earth? He, he's kind of baffled uh, yeah. himself as to why why the Western world <laughs> drinks this stuff in. But um, yeah. so you know, maybe they are justified in some sense in yeah, saying that they don't yeah. get it. But like you say, you just you, you get what you bring to a film, don't you? I kind of think you do, especially yeah. with these sorts of films. Mm. Yeah, like you don't have to overthink it. No. You know, you can give it some deep thought if you want, mm-hmm. if you want to, because quite often throughout um, Miyazaki's films, there are other themes going on. There's political Lots messages, of, religious, yeah. sort of uh-huh. spiritual, environmental, quite sto- often stories yeah. and things like that. But that's not the whole purpose of no. the films that he creates. Mostly, it's entertainment. it's about entertainment. Yeah, yeah. definitely. So, yeah, I don't, I'm not sure about... Because I got to, like, you know, nitpicks, our nitpick section. I was like, I've not written anything because I don't know what to nitpick at. I've got a couple. <laughs> I've got a couple, but, okay. um, you know, not, they're not, um, you know, they're not deal breakers. Yeah. So it's... Um, on Netflix, I, I love... You know, if, you, if you're not watching Netflix for a while and it comes up and it cycles through lots of mm-hmm. things and it comes up and it gives you maybe, like, three words to describe... Whatever it is, yeah. Have you ever looked at that? And thought, I have actually. What? Yeah, I wouldn't describe that as being like that. You yeah, know, but anyway, um, on Netflix it's described as heartfelt mm-hmm. and feel good. Oh, okay. Yeah. Going with that? Yeah, yeah. All right with that. I'm not sure about feel good. If I'm honest, I mean, I wouldn't say I wouldn't. If someone said, "Oh, you know, I want to, I want to watch it, I want to get in tonight, I want to mm-hmm. put a feel good film on," it would be the top of my list. Yeah, you have to go through a bit of um, upset and trauma yeah. before you get to the feel good. To the feel bit. good, yeah, definitely, definitely heartfelt, mm-hmm. definitely heartfelt, definitely. Uh, it's a PG. What do we think about that? Yeah, I'm alright okay. with it. Yeah. I'm alright with it being a yeah. PG because I'm just thinking of um, the very first Disney film I remember owning on VHS. Was the Little Mermaid okay? And I think that was a U. Okay, and it's terrifying. <laughs> Ursula is just one scary, scary yeah octopus lady, right? Um, so yeah, I think like you know PG for this. Yeah. Well, I think you know you're overprotecting your children a little bit though. <laughs> you know, let them watch Little Mermaid. There's a U. <laughs> or Bambi. Or Bambi. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Dumbo, Fox oh, and Hound. Oh goodness me! Yeah, oh yeah. no! Um, I think they're traumatic for different reasons, though. To be fair, <laughs> yeah. but um, I do, I do think that Yubaba is quite terrifying. I think. Oh if yeah, I, she is. If I'd scary. have watched it as a small child, I don't think I'd have slept for about a yeah. month. Um, she is quite scary. Maybe they learnt from the Little Mermaid. Possibly. Yeah. <laughs> so there's a lot of clearly traumatised kids. Hello, <laughs> Betty here. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, you know. it, yeah. You, I think. Uh, as a parent, you would have to know your children, I think, before yeah. they watched it, because there are some quite, you know... I wouldn't go as far as to say disturbing, but, mm-hmm. yeah, there's there's some creepy sort of... I mean, yeah. no face is a bit creepy as well. Yeah, and Bo's a ginormous baby. That's actually the scariest thing in the film. Yeah, it's yeah. really frightening. Yeah. Also, the fact that he can string entire sentences together, that's the creepy thing. Yeah. That, that's, yeah, yeah that's, that's just weird. I mean, could you imagine being a child watching this film and having, like, a newborn baby brother or sister <laughs> and seeing that giant baby kicking off? You'd be yeah. like, what have you brought into our house? No, would not be happy about that. <laughs> would not be happy. Um, he is like... Oh, dear, we're all over the place here. But like mm-hmm. a lot of other of the characters and the things that go on in the film, mm-hmm. um, the baby is based on uh, a Shinto um, myth. Oh right, okay. Um, so he is—he's called Bo um, mm-hmm. officially because he's just called Baby, really. But I yeah. think in the credits he's called Bo if you happen to read Japanese script. <laughs> um, but um, he was inspired by the Japanese folk hero Kintaro. 
It was raised by a witch mother on the Ashigara mountain. Right. Um, and they use Kintaro dolls on Japanese boys' day, and they pray to him to um, give the, the sons the same amount of strength. Oh, okay. But hopefully less creepiness. Yeah, I really hope so. Yeah. So a lot of these characters are actually drawn from all kinds of myths. Wow. Um, including the huge scary baby. Okay. There you go. Huge scary baby. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's definitely the creepiest thing. I mean, he's creepier than the, the three disembodied heads. Yeah, I, mean, I actually quite like. Yeah, because he creeped me out though. <laughs> I was on the, on my um, my rewatch for mm. this. I was I was like chuckling because when Chihiro first goes up to Yubaba's room mm. and she stood waiting for Yubaba to deal with Bo. Yeah, the heads go and like jumped away behind Chihiro, and they don't just like. I mean, it's obviously like the animation team are incredible. Yes, they don't just sit there just like. Impassive, you uh-huh. know, just like sitting there like little green heads on the floor. They actually, if you watch their eyes and the movements that they're making, they're like looking at your hero and, and like eyeballing her the whole yeah. time and like pulling funny faces. And <laughs> I just think it's just so funny. Yeah. That actually, when I first saw them, I thought, oh, they're just so creepy. But no, I think actually, they're quite, they're quite entertaining. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Like I said, I just like the noise that they make. Yeah. Like, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> Why did you make that noise? <laughs> it's a great noise, it is. <laughs> so, back to. <laughs> I don't know why you try and go in any sort of order I anymore. Know. I don't know why I have no. I don't know why I have no. <laughs> um, it won Best Animated Film at the 2003 Oscars. Now we discussed this mm. um, when we did Chicken Run not so mm. long back. So, Chicken Run was, the, the, was out in the last year before they created the animated film category. Yeah. Then the year after that, it was created and Shrek won it. Yeah. And then this was the year after and Spirited Away won it. Yeah. And I think, is it to date still the only um, foreign film to win in that category? Am I right or am I not? Ooh. I might that have to kind do some of more rings research. a bell. Yeah, I may have to do some more research on that one. Footnote. Spirited Away is indeed the only film not in the English language to win the Oscar for Best Animated Film to date. Other Ghibli nominees include When Marnie Was There, The Tale of the Princess Kagoya, Howl's Moving Castle and The Wind Rises, beaten by Inside Out, Big Hero 6, Wallace and Gromit The Curse of the Were-Rabbit and Frozen, respectively. I suspect Miyazaki could be cross about that, but he'll probably just let it go. But it, it um, oh, it actually beat, interesting fact, it beat mm-hmm. Lilo and Stitch oh, right, um, okay. that year. And the uh, the young woman who voiced Lilo in Lilo and Stitch also voiced um, Chihiro, Chihiro yeah. uh, in the English version oh, of this. Yeah. I so didn't know go. they went up against each other. They were, right? yeah, yeah. Wow. Oh, so um, win-win for her. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> um, so it won practically everything else it was nominated for that year. Excellent. Um, apart from the BAFTA for Best Foreign Film. Ugh. Go figure. Which was won by In This World, which was directed by Michael Winterbottom, and of which I have not heard no, up, <laughs> up to this point. But, uh, yeah, won practically everything else. Uh, it was the highest grossing film in Japanese history until it was overtaken by Demon Slayer the movie in 2020. Which, again, I haven't seen, so I can't comment. I feel like I need to I see this now. Yeah, yeah. It was huge. Huge? It was huge. Yes, okay. I do remember being huge. Um, but, you know, quite niche, I guess. Mm. Um, and I think this was the, the film that kind of almost made the crossover 
um, the, the, there's a word in Japanese, um, otaku, which uh-huh. I think roughly translates as geek. Right. Um, okay. You know, and I think this was a the kind of crossover film. It's not just for the not just for the anime geeks. Yeah. You know, it's a proper film. Yeah. For everybody. Yeah. I'd agree with that. So speaking about um, the English dub mm-hmm. and the original version, which which is your preferred version, and which which did you watch? Right. So I've I've always just gone straight to the English dubbed version. Okay. I'm not gonna lie. I've not watched the <gasps> no! Japanese dubbed version. Oh no! Because by the time I remembered, <laughs> that actually that might have been some good research to do for your film podcast. Um, uh, yeah, it was too late. Okay, it was too I'm late, not... and it was too hot. <laughs> yes, it's too hot to do anything. Yeah. So no, I I um I have watched it with the subtitles though as well, the English subtitles just to see so the, the difference between the language and the and like right. the spoken English. Okay, so you watched it English. in English with English subtitles. Yeah. yeah. And in English with the dub. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I I did, I did both. I usually I'm not going to lie with foreign live action. Uh huh. I always watch subtitled version because I think it's just basically disrespectful to the actor who's standing there yeah. giving a performance to then put someone else's voice in yeah. their mouth. I just think it's 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 disrespectful. You're missing half the performance. I just don't mm-hmm. understand why people would do that. I don't understand it. I always watch, um, if there's one available, mm-hmm. the subtitled version. However, it's slightly different with animations. Mm-hmm. Because the mouths don't often match what they're saying anyway. No. Nope. Not always. Mm-hmm. So to me it doesn't matter, it doesn't take me out of that. Yeah. Um, and very often with Studio Ghibli films they have a really, really good English voice cast. Mm-hmm. I think Christian Bale plays Howl's, yeah. Howl in Howl's Moving Castle. Yeah. So I've, so I've done both on this occasion. I've watched one of each. And there's some, there's some differences. Yeah. We'll get to that when, when we get to uh, Favourite Lines. Oh, okay. Yeah. <gasps> You're about to, like, completely change my favourite lines. I know, I know, maybe, maybe. <laughs> Possibly. Um, so, cast an MVP. So, John Lasseter from Pixar was the executive producer and distributed um, the film in North America. He was responsible for overseeing the English dub. And right. he did his best to make sure that the lines matched. Ah. Um, as best he could. Okay. We've got... Rumi Hiraji, um, who has also done another couple of um, Ghibli films up on Poppy Hill and Ponyo. Mm-hmm. She plays Sen slash Chihuro. Yeah. Um, and as I said, D- Davi Chase is the name of the uh, the lady who, who does the English uh, dub. And she was in Donnie Darko. Oh, She really? was Donnie Darko's young, youngest um, sister right. who was in Sparkle Motion. Okay. <laughs> um, but very little else. Um, Haku was played by Miyu Irino and James Marsden. Mm-hmm. Yubaba was played by Suzanne Plachette and Mari Natsuki. Um, Bob Bergen played No Face, and he's most famous for being the modern day um, voice of Porky Pig. Oh, really? <laughs> yes. <gasps> okay. There you go. Not that you could tell, really, from his No Face. Voice. Well, you kind of can when he gets into the bathhouse and he starts eating. He starts eating people and yeah. And, and yeah and talking. He's got a very kind of cocky, cocky American voice. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah. When when he gets to that version of himself, mm-hmm. and then um, John Ratzenberger um, plays yeah. uh, Ani Yaku, mm-hmm. who's the the guy with the fez. 
Yeah, who I just keep thinking, he just reminds me of the shopkeeper from Mr. Ben, but I'm sure he's my age. <laughs> uh, but uh, so that song that he does about yeah. um, coming and start oh, begging, yes. that song that he does was completely improvised by John Ratzenberger. So the, oh, words, really? the words do not match up. The words of that song do not match up. I was up wondering about all. this, actually, yeah. yeah. Because I've got it down as favourite lines. Oh, okay. It makes me laugh. Welcome to the rich man. He's yeah. hard for you to miss. His book keeps getting bigger, so there's plenty there to kiss. kiss I was yeah, thinking, there's exactly. no way they wrote that no, in Japanese. No, they didn't. No in the way. Japanese one, it says, uh, Welcome the rich man. He's pretty big, you see. So I'll bow down and get on bending knee. Yeah, that but sounds yeah, like the yeah. more Japanese. <laughs> definitely, yeah. yeah definitely. But he completely, yeah, he completely made that up on the spot. So, Excellent. you know, good yeah. for him. <laughs> And then Kamaji, the uh, the boiler man, mm-hmm. um, is played in the English version by David Ogden Spears, who I just know from Mash, but I'm sure he's been in a million other things. Oh, okay. Um, and he is also based on a character from Japanese folklore. Mm-hmm. So there's an awful. It's so dense. The more you honestly, the yeah. more you read about this film, the more impressive it gets. Mm-hmm. It's just layers and layers and layers. So who is your MVP? Okay, so I've not actually written a name down yet for MVP because in my mind I still can't decide. Okay. Um, I feel like it's going to be split between mm-hmm. Haku, right, Boilerman slash Kamaji, yeah, yeah, and Lin, right, yeah, yeah. I mean, they they all they because all they all contribute yeah. like so much uh-huh. to Chihiro's journey. They do, and especially like Lin and Kamaji. They mm-hmm. at first they're both like really short tempered and like, ugh, we don't want to have to deal with you, you yes. stinky human. Um, but very, very quickly, they seem to sort of come round to actually like looking after and wanting to protect her a bit and they stuff. Do. And then they really put themselves out to help her on her journey. So, yeah, yeah. I don't know. So I said, I can't decide. But then I love Haku because obviously they've got this whole backstory that's just hinted at exactly. throughout the film. Yeah. And then he's obviously torn between being this sort of henchman, mm-hmm. but also trying to play the other side and help to hero and look yeah. after her yeah and he's it transpires later obviously that he's been in the same position she, she's exactly, in exactly yeah he's under under a spell yeah mm. so it's a bit like oh i can't pick i'm sorry i can't pick well i'm gonna <laughs> i'm gonna say i'm gonna i'm gonna put my cards on the table mm-hmm. and say kamaji yeah because he gives her a, a I think job. that's a good well, solid option. Well, he doesn't option. give her a job, but he tells her what to do yeah. to get a job, mm-hmm. doesn't he? Um, and he gives her the um, ticket yeah. um, to get on the train, doesn't mm-hmm. he, at the end, that he's been saving for oh, 40 no. years. Yeah. I oh, know. Um, and he um, he helps her when Haku is, is has been attacked. Yeah. Um, and he's almost like the Greek chorus, because he, he's the one who tells us it's all about love. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and explains to Lynn. That, you know, in fact, in the it, it's again, the, it's slightly different in the dub to the uh, subtitle version. But he basically says to Lynn, "You don't, you don't understand this. Yeah, this is love. You don't understand this. Yeah, which oh, is sad. Which is really sad. <laughs> it's quite sad. I do feel sorry yeah. for Lynn. I know. Yeah, it's like girl, you need to get a train ticket and get on that <laughs> train. Really like do. You, you really do. Yeah, get out of there. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm going for, I'm going for him. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, good option. Like you say, you could pick anyone really. Yeah. Um, because they're all part of her journey. Mm-hmm. Um, do you have a degree of Richard Curtis? This was hard, hard, hard. Okay. Or maybe it wasn't. I didn't find it too hard. Actually. Okay. Well, I'm obviously just completely. No, yeah. I mean, I. Okay, go on. I, I'm interested. I really have. Go to, on, you go first. You I go had first. To troll IMDb for this one. I had a few okay. little, you know, 
had a few little signposts where I could go with it, but... Mm-hmm. So Yubaba, I'm going for Yubaba's voice in the original version by Mari Natsuki. So I'm going mm-hmm. with the original. Okay. Um, she also uh, was one of the voices in Wes Anderson's Isle of Dogs. Yeah. Which I like very much. Yeah. Um, Wes Anderson also directed Fantastic Mr. Fox, mm-hmm. which I liked less, it's fair <laughs> to say. Um, they are both based on books by Roald Dahl. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay, so we're yeah. getting back to you know, yeah. we're getting back to Blighty now. Yeah, yeah. Um, as was Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, which starred Johnny Depp as Willy Wonka, and Adam Godley, who whose name you won't know, no. but whose face you would definitely know. He's been in everything. Mm-hmm. Um, he's currently uh, he's the voice of the monkey. What's his name in uh, Umbrella Academy? Oh, right. Okay. So him, you'd know his face. Yeah. So he plays Mike TV's long-suffering father. Right. And. Thankfully, he was also in Love Actually <laughs> as some as oh, a character well who I who I don't remember at all. Right, okay. but he's still there. Yeah, and it was written and directed by Richard Curtis. Thank you and good night. Wow, well done you. <laughs> it was oh, well a struggle. Done. Yeah, I'm really interested to see how, how easy you. Came I've in. gone in a very different direction, but we come to the same end point. We oh, finished okay. with Love Actually. Excellent. It leads everything leads back everything through Love Actually. Does, yeah. So, um, hi-o, 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 what did we agree on before? Let's call the whole thing off. Maya Zaki, our um, screenplay writer slash director, mm-hmm. also wrote the screenplay and directed Howl's movie, Moving Indeed. Castle. Yeah, yeah. And that was based on a book written okay. by Diana Wynne-Jones. Right. Who is a British writer. Right, okay. Yeah. Uh, she... It turns out she was a writer on Jack and Ori. Right. In the sort of 70s sort Uh of period of time. And one of the storytellers on Jack and Ori was Ronald Pickup, um, whose name you might not recognise, but he was in the Best Exotic Marigold Hotel. He's one of the central cast in that. Right. As is Bill Nye. And Bill Nye was in Love Actually, written and directed by Richard Cass. Very well done. Very well done. Round of applause. Round of applause for you two. That was that was. That I was like quite we tricky. were quite different. Yes, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's good. That was it. Was quite tricky though. It was a little it? bit tricky. Yeah, I think I had like a little. Um, I just had a lucky break. Yeah, because uh-huh. I thought mm, Hal's moving castle, and I was actually looking originally at the cast, like the voice cast of yes. it, uh-huh. thinking who can I get out of that, and then it came up with Diana Wynne Jones, and I thought, oh, that sounds like a really sort of. But I think it, I think it proves our point. Yeah. That everything can be traced back to Richard Curtis. Well we've not failed yet. No, we haven't. This was the hardest challenge, but I think I think yeah. we've pulled it out of the bag. What are your favourite scenes? Do you have favourite scenes? I do. It's it's kind of one scene immediately followed on by another though, so oh, okay. I allowed it. Yeah, I think so. Okay, so um, yeah, so I put it's technically two scenes because it's when Chihiro is at Zaniba. Is it Zaniba? Yes. Zaniba's house. Yes. I always want to call her Zen- Zenbia, but <laughs> Zaniba. <laughs> uh, she's at Zaniba's house mm-hmm. and Haku arrives and she realises that he's alive and oh, that is he's okay. Nice, actually. Yeah. And it's got one of the most amazingly beautiful shots where she's mm-hmm. like hugging him in his yes. dragon form. Yeah. And I love that shot. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so it's it's that moment when she realises that he's alive and he's come to 
get her and, and take her back to where her parents are. Mm-hmm. And then the scene that immediately follows from that then is them flying back yeah. to the bathhouse, which is just a beautiful scene in itself. But then the conversation that they have as they're flying, yeah. where she tells Haku that she's remembered his name. His name, yeah. And then on hearing his name, he just is... His spell and his curse lifts yeah. off him. I'm a bit worried and I'm though, like, oh. because I think, oh, they're gonna fall. I know <laughs> every time, every time, every time. It's okay. Yeah, yeah. I do love that bit. So that yeah, it's good. kind of two scenes really. And I, I like, I like that. Um, obviously, Jiro is crying, mm-hmm. and then the the tears float upwards, and the little yeah. mouse is like popping. That's <laughs> yeah. really cute. Yeah, yeah, it's nice. It is. Um, oh, I, no, I actually watched a little 10 minute video essay about why the animation in Ghibli films is so good. Yeah. Uh, and one of the things that they were discussing was um, the movement. Mm-hmm. Because in that first scene that you're on about, yeah. like, um, Haku's mane is flowing, isn't it? You yeah. know, and you've got that wind and all that movement, and mm-hmm. there's tons of movement all the time, things blowing in the mm-hmm. wind, and, you know, skirts rustling and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, there's really you know that's it like things in the background they could quite easily just be static couldn't they just to like allow you know what's going on in the foreground to take precedent and not worry too much about the background because it saved the animators a lot of time i'm sure (laughs) but yeah Yeah. they they don't spare any sort of expense with the time in putting these things together do they and it's not um like photorealistic like some of the latest pixar where you spend the whole time going look at that fur Mm -hmm. look at that water Mm-hmm. You know, it's not photorealistic, but it's realistic yeah. in a different sense, isn't it? Yeah. Um, and I think, oh, there was another quote that I'm not going to be able to remember. But he says something like he wants his animators to be true, not accurate. Or it might be the other way around. Yeah. But you, you get the gist. Yeah. You know, it's like it doesn't have to be exactly right and things can be out of proportion and whatnot, but it's showing a deeper truth. Yeah. It's a very Japanese thing, isn't it, to, mm-hmm. to think. Yeah, that's a that's a good uh, that is a good scene. Yeah, I I don't know. I, I yeah. Now you've said that, I do like that scene. But I like the scene when uh, Chihiro first gets to the um, the boiler room. Yeah, I just love that. And when she's standing in the way of all the um, all the little sub creatures. Yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> they're so cute. The little sub creatures. So well, cute. I've actually got cutest character sub balls. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> definitely. They're amazing. Yeah, and then when Lynn comes and feeds them sprinkles. Yeah. <laughs> So cute. They look like little love hearts. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And just the way they like they they won't just walk around her foot. Yeah, they just wait for her to move. <gasps> yeah. But then they all. I love the bit where um, uh, they're trying to give her a job. Mm-hmm. By by dropping the they all drop the call call themselves and pretending that they can't lift them. Um, oh, I just think so that cute. they're such cute creatures. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I just love that that whole scene. That is an it's amazing really scene. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she's just she's always in the way. Yeah. Which, as someone, uh, a fellow pharmacy worker, <laughs> you will understand that in any enclosed space, there's always someone who's always in the way. Yeah. <laughs> uh, in that scene as well, like, how Kamaji's arms are constantly on the yes. go. Yeah. Like, all his arms stretching up to uh-huh. the boxes and constantly turning the wheels and picking things out of the pots. It's just like... Wow. Again, you could yeah. do with him in pharmacy, couldn't you, really? Oh, yeah, definitely. You really could, yeah. yeah. The, just, like, a little standout for me mm-hmm. is... Um, you know when the boat is coming across the river at the mm. start of the film. Yeah. When Chihiro's oh, realised yes. she can't get back across yes. to the yeah. to the other side of the river uh-huh. because it's all like actually full now. Um, when that boat's coming towards the shore, and then you see all the spirits starting to like come out of the yeah. boat and take form, 
I think that just looks like visually yeah definitely stunning yeah and then it makes me think of James Bond Okay. Skyfall. Yes, I yeah. can get that. I mean, yeah. I just feel yeah. like they've kind of nicked inspiration from that scene with the boat and the colours coming across Quite the river. Possibly, yeah, yeah. I mean, I know it's like the scenes are completely different, but yeah. it's still, yeah, it just looks very similar. Do, do you have, while we're on the subject, uh, any other um, film references? Because I've got absolutely boatloads of them, most of which are probably just things I've made up in my head. Uh, no, I'll let you take this one. I hadn't... Um, I hadn't sort of particularly noticed anything. So exactly where that, that scene that you're on about when she realises she can't get back across the river and mm-hmm. she's looking at hands and she's disappearing just made <laughs> me think about Back to the Future. Oh, and okay, there's even, yeah. I might even I might be making this up, but it, it sounds to me that like there's a little leap motif. Can't even say it. A leap motif. Yeah. Um, you know the kind of. Um, the chimes yeah that like that little magical <laughs> thing yeah I'm sure there's one of those oh, in yeah, there okay. um, that again I might be just hearing that mm-hmm. isn't there but um, but yeah definitely when she's kind of looking at herself and she's disappearing yeah. it makes me think about the future when um, <laughs> when the frog um, gets put in that bubble <laughs> that just makes me think of a computer game that um, that I used to play oh um, what was that well the one I'm thinking of is, is uh, Bubble Bobble Right, but, oh, okay. Um, but yeah, I'm sure there are many other games, and it may well be a yeah. reference to you know, where, like you, you shoot out bubbles and catch mm-hmm. uh, creatures. When um, Ubabu, Ubabu, Ubaba, yeah, seals um, Chihiro's lips. Yeah, makes me think of the Matrix. Yeah, true. See, you're so much better at writing these things down. I'm going, oh yeah, it's just writing things down. It's just writing things down. I've written, um, I've written never end. Well, I mean, never ending story. Obviously, yeah, because yeah. of the scene that you've just mentioned. I've actually written Never Ending Store, which I think is <laughs> Ikea, maybe. I don't oh my know. goodness, I don't, don't, know. don't say that. Costco as well. <laughs> oh goodness, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, the big fall down to, uh, with them. In fact, which one was I referring to? Because there's two big falls of, uh, of people fighting. Mm-hmm. Um, and that made me think of the Two Towers, the very beginning of the Two Towers with yeah. Balrog. And, yeah. Again, most of these things are just in my head. I've watched too many films. Watched so many yeah. films. Inception? There's no such thing as too many. No, I don't think there is. I don't no. think there is. Um, the bathhouse, there's, there's times where it reminds me of the beginning of Inception. Yeah, I yeah. suppose so. Yeah. But again, it's just a, it's just a general Japanese bathhouse, isn't it? I mm-hmm. guess. But um, one thing that is definitely not in my head, okay. it's definitely in the film, is the Pixar lamp. Ah, yeah, that's I read that as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah, That's definitely a reference because... Uh, John Lasseter and Miyazaki mm-hmm. are good friends. Yeah. So, yeah, that's definitely intentional. And your name as well, I thought. Mm-hmm. It's probably just that they're both based on similar myths in terms of someone stealing your name or not knowing your name. Yeah. But it did put me in mind of that, yeah. which is another fabulous yeah. um, animation. Name. Yeah, it's really good. It is. Add to the list. Footnote. The 2016 anime film Your Name was the first film to smash the box office record set by Spirited Away in Japan. It's a film about two Japanese teenagers who temporarily swap bodies and, like Spirited Away, has themes of environmentalism, love and the Shinto religion. A live-action US remake by J.J. Abrams' studio Bad Robot has been slated since 2017, but it appears to be currently directorless having carelessly lost two already. Perhaps J.J. Abrams himself will step in. The original film poster features lots of lens flare, 
books will be right at home. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, getting, it's getting longer. Um, and also, again, just just all the references to to folklore when Tahira's mm. to, told not to look back. Oh, I know. It's like, well, it's from it's a biblical story. It's lots turning back and mm. turning to a pillar of salt. It's Orpheus and Eurydice. Um, but apparently, there is a Shinto myth as well of uh, Izanagi and Izanami, which is the same sort of thing, right. you know, where they're escaping from the underworld mm-hmm. and they're told not to look back. At that point, would you look back or not? I feel like I'd probably just do it without meaning to. Did like, I'd think? just go accidentally. Oh. Yeah. 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 And then I'd probably be trapped there forever. I'm assuming that oh, would be the fourth. <laughs> I think that would, yeah. that, would, that would happen. Yeah. Yeah. Also, Rumple Stiltskin. I wrote down Rumple Stiltskin because there's a bit at the end where they're spinning. Mm-hmm. And that's that's like the Rumple Stiltskin story. And he doesn't he have to guess someone's name in that story? Or, no, so someone has to guess his, his name. name, that's right, yeah. yeah. So again, there's all that going on, there's mm-hmm. so much stuff, Yeah, you know. I mean, you might say that they've just pinched it off, but, you know, they're just subtle references, aren't they? Yeah, it's not pinching, it's just borrowing from... It's borrowing with, with style. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff in there. There's a lot of stuff in there that they've taken, but then I think there's an awful lot of stuff that's referring to it as well yeah. it's quite influential you've just reminded me on about the um the spinning mm. at the end about um no face mm. being based on a silkworm oh yes did you read that as I well did, yeah. yeah yeah like he's thought, oh, that's actually really yeah. clever yeah yeah because his markings on his face look like the markings on a silkworm yeah and then apparently silkworms like scoff like crazy which is obviously what he starts doing exactly. when he starts eating people yeah, yeah. Uh, and then they grow uh-huh. like super duper fast but like the silkworm is is a huge, huge sort of part of Japanese culture. Well, at least they don't drop um, no face in boiling water and uh, <laughs> make duvets yeah. out of it. I know. Oh. I feel a little bit sorry for. I, I I mean, no face is just like I don't think you would get that kind of character in a in a Western no um, animation certainly mm-hmm. because he's so. Odd, isn't he? Yeah, it takes you a couple of watches random. to really, you know, because you think at first, oh, he just wants a friend, mm-hmm. you know, um, and then you realise he's an absolute crazy person. Yeah, eating people and yeah. you know he's demanding. And oh, I didn't write this down, but I thought King Kong as a reference. Yeah, like you know, she's yeah, yeah. how no face um, he's like fixated on your hero. Uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, good point. Yeah. It is a bit creepy. Yes, I suppose, <laughs> okay, we'll probably get into nitpick territory now. No Face is a bit creepy about, mm-hmm. like, why he's suddenly obsessed with yes. the hero. Yeah. Because all the other spirits there seem to just want to help her. They do. And some of them don't even like her to start with. Some of no. them seem to, like, accept that she's there and, and want to sort of, like, help her, like, radish spirit. Yes. You know. Um, but, yeah, No Face is just, like, full on, like... Creep. Yeah, he is a bit, a bit of a stalker boy. Yeah, definitely, <laughs> definitely stalker spirit. Um, but um, Miyazaki says that there's a bit cute. of no face in all of us. I know because he's just kind of sad and lonely and, he is. and wants the attention. And yeah, maybe it's just because he can see that your hero's different. Maybe, maybe. nobody else takes yeah. him on, but well, he knows she that in, she's different. She? Yeah, she acknowledges mm. that he's there. And, yeah, yeah, and that's obviously like gives him hope and yeah. stuff. But it's still creepy. Then he starts eating still people. Still creepy, no face. Um, and obviously as he starts eating people, which again I didn't get the first time, he starts to take on their characteristics, yeah, doesn't he? Yeah, I didn't he? pick that no, up until he I was re-watching began, yeah. Doesn't he? Yeah. 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 
I always wondered, like, in the first time I watched it, I was thinking, why has he suddenly got frog legs? Yeah. And I was like, oh, oh. that's because he ate a frog. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, Miyazaki apparently believes in the idea of, I think it's called Makoto, which is having a good heart. Oh. And, you know, no face has got a good heart. Yeah. Even though he behaves badly when he <laughs> gets, uh, yeah. gets inside the bathhouse. Yeah. For... No good reason. (laughs) That's never explained. (laughs) Um, Favourite lines? And can you use them in real life? Uh, Well, I've already read one out, which was the song. (laughs) It probably made me chuckle. Um, I reckon my favourite line's probably going to be yours or if not one of yours, but once you've met someone, you never really forget them. Oh, yes, I've got something similar. Nothing that happens is ever forgotten. Even if you can't remember yeah, it. Yeah, I like yeah. that one too. That's nice, which is reassuring as I get older. <laughs> <laughs> it's still in there somewhere. I've not really forgotten. It's just, I yeah, have. I just can't remember it. <laughs> yeah. But I haven't actually forgotten. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not lost, I just don't know where we are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it's quite a few of the. Um, whenever I, I. When I was listening to the uh, dub version, if I heard something that I thought that sounds quite westernised, I would just wind it back a little mm-hmm. bit and, and listen. Oh, oh look at the subtitles there's quite a few little bits that are different i mean some of it is just purely because to explain things i think to western audiences so mm-hmm. when she sees the uh bathhouse she says it's a bathhouse yeah which she doesn't in the japanese version because everyone knows it's a bathhouse yeah. you know what a bathhouse is um and when she sees the radish spirit in the uh, lift she says it's the radish spirit which she yeah. doesn't right in okay. the japanese version because everyone knows what the radish spirit is it's a radish spirit. Why would you not? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Apparently the, the thing behind the radish spirit is, like, um, everything deserves um, revering. Even right. radish. Even the humble radish. Oh, Yeah. He's really kind as well, actually. He's really Radish kind. spirit. Because he, he goes past creepy. his floor in, in the he's lift. He's hiding her, yeah. He's hiding her. He yeah. realises she needs hiding, but he also doesn't get out on his floor from the lift. He stays in the lift to make sure Chihiro gets upstairs oh, to the floor she needs to go really to. That. Yeah, he just oh. kind of like just lets the doors like close again. Yes. And then when they get up to the floor where Yubaba is, he uh, just like pokes his head out and just checks the coast is clear yeah. and then looks and in then the direction goes, of the door. Yeah, you're right. And off she goes. And oh. then he goes back down. Good little ratty spirit. Yeah. Yeah, see it's nice. I think in the Japanese version. Zeniba? Did we decide it's Zeniba? Zeniba, not Zendia. I was going to say, isn't that um, Tom Holland's uh, girlfriend? <laughs> Footnote. The twin witches Zeniba and Yubaba are likely to be based on the Japanese legend of the Yama Uba, a cannibalistic old woman who nevertheless often supplies wealth and fortune when in possession of a house. This explains the threat of eating Sen's parents. The Slavic character Baba Yaga has similar characteristics, plus a house on legs, which we see in another Ghibli film, Howl's Moving Castle, a large, ugly nose, and a highly developed sense of smell. In folk tales, she travels around in a mortar and pestle, which sounds about as effective as Lynn's boat in Spirited Away. When, uh, when oh, she no, turns no, up... I actually can't remember what her name is. Is that name? Zendaya. <laughs> um, she says to the baby in the Japanese version, "You're a little butterball," which is quite, you know, that's quite cute. Yeah. But in the uh, in the dub version, she says, "You're a big porker." Which is, those two things I think are quite different. Oh. Yeah, quite different. Harsh. 
But again, Harsh. the river when they have the, the river spirit, when the river spirit turns up and um, Chihiro kind of cures him. Yeah. Um, Yubaba says um, that river spirit is famous in the Japanese version. In the uh, dubbed version, she says the spirit is rich and powerful. Yeah. So it's kind of really getting, it's hammering the idea that it's about riches, it's about, you know. Yeah. And that's where No Face gets the idea that if he gives people gold. Yeah. That he'll be accepted. Yeah. So I think that's actually a good translation. Mm -hmm. You know, it's it's not just that the river spirit, oh, it's famous. It's like that it's rich and powerful. Yeah. And No Face is like, Ooh, Mm. people like it. (laughs) Exactly, people like gold. Yeah. But I think the the main one that I really noticed is that there's a last line, which you will have heard because you've uh, watched the dub version. Mm -hmm. But that last line is not in the Japanese version at all. And I think maybe it's to do with ambiguity, that maybe the Japanese viewers can handle ambiguity. Okay. Perhaps they thought that we needed a bit more, you know. So this last line where they drive off and the dad says, um, a new house and a new school, it is a bit scary. Uh Uh-huh. And Jira says, I think I can handle it. Yeah. Completely not in the Japanese version. Yeah. Which just kind of sums it all up, doesn't it? It does. Yeah, it does. I Yeah, I find this quite a bit with um, films aimed particularly at like American audiences that things mm. are spelled out. It's ex- yes, exactly. Over explained. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So it wasn't really necessary that last no. line really, but it's kind of pointing out that it's it's a role reversal as well, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Because normally in most films it's either the dog that runs off and gets everybody into trouble. <laughs> Oh, it's the child, it's the child that runs off. Yeah. But in this, it's the parents that run off. Parents are a nightmare. They to really be fair, are. Aren't they? I know. Yeah, they are. I Ridiculous. mean, I do feel sorry for her. She's very upset about her parents. Yes. But it's like, well, you know, you're more like the parent than exactly. They are, they're like, yeah. You can't. Run, there's no such thing as a free buffet. No, no. As clearly they not. Find out exactly. <laughs> you know, and then when they come back, they're blaming her, aren't they? You yeah. shouldn't have gone running off How like rude. that. So I think that last line is almost like to re-establish that. You know, we know who's boss. Yeah, we know who's. Yeah, you know, we know star who's got the smart. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, but it's probably not necessary. But mm-hmm. there you go. Um, I didn't get any worse lines. No, I can't think of anything because, again, in 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 foreign films, sometimes you see you hear a line that's a bit odd, but yeah. you just think that's probably just a bad translation. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm probably just not getting the subtleties there. But yeah, um, can you watch it with your mum? Oh yes. I mean, I'm not Would sure you that enjoy it though. No, I don't think she'd. Um... I like be that into it to be honest. No, oh, it's completely inoffensive. Yeah, I think she'd go. Oh, it looks pretty. Yes, and wow, that looks nice and mm. things. But yeah, I'm coming round to her. I'm trying to avoid saying it. She wouldn't get it. <laughs> <laughs> no, she would. She would appreciate it yeah. for its prettiness. aesthetic yeah, yes. appeal. Yes, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I say prettiness. You say aesthetic appeal. Oh, I okay. Like it. <laughs> it's the same thing. It's the same thing. No, I, I think it would just confuse me more. Yeah. No end. Mm-hmm. So, but but there's certainly nothing offensive about it. Maybe our mums have watched it and they're the ones that wrote the Possibly, <laughs> IMDb yeah. reviews. I, just I just didn't get I it. Didn't get it. I didn't get it. Um, <laughs> but is it a Mo movie? It really is. Surprisingly so. Yeah. It really is. I know. It was intentionally made to show that a 10-year-old can be a hero. Mm-hmm. Because um, I think Miyazaki had done some other films with younger protagonists and male protagonists, but um, not like a ten-year-old girl, mm-hmm. and wanted to deliberately make something yeah. that would show her as the as the hero. So, nice. 
Job well done. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, there's yeah, there's plenty of uh, mo movie moments mm. in this. Lots yeah. of very 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 strong female characters. Yep. Yeah. Capable of conversations that aren't about fellas. Lots of them. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I know Jahiro starts asking a little bit more about Haku mm-hmm. throughout the yeah. film, but yeah, yeah, she's got lots and lots to do in between. Yeah. Cleaning. Lots of cleaning. Oh uh, well. Yeah. So, lots yeah. Of... <laughs> let's ignore that bit though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I, I mean, I wrote down that it's like a gender swapped Sleeping Beauty because she kind of mm-hmm. saves Haku, yeah, doesn't she? Because you know she, she physically saves his life, yeah, when she gives him the little um, pill mm-hmm. from the river spirit. But then she gives him back his name as well, yeah, you know. So she kind of wakes him up, if you like. Mm-hmm. Um, so definitely a more movie, yeah, definitely one for the young girls to, to watch mm-hmm. and um, aspire to, yeah. I'm not sure they would want to be in a bath cleaning out. No, uh, maybe not. <laughs> yeah, maybe dealing not, with stink spirits. Yeah. And... Exactly. Yeah, you know. But but that that kind of inner strength. Yeah, that, that inner strength, and, and as you say, smarts. Mm-hmm. You can definitely uh, look up to a for for those. Yeah. What else have we got? Ooh, food. There's so much food. There is. I mean, I know that buffet's cursed at the start, but it does look pretty good. Apart from them weird dumplings, they just look a bit odd. The ones that kind of look like chickens. No, there's dumplings that kind of... They, they look really tactile. Oh, yeah, they look like sloppy onions. They do look, yeah, yeah, they look oh, like Oh, no, onions. I didn't like the look no. of them either. No. I was like, ooh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, it's just weird Japanese food. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> we love to say that. <gasps> so, uh, some of it is a bit odd. Yeah. Yeah, some of the food's a bit odd. Uh, yeah, like massive fish heads. Mm. And something that might be chicken. Don't know. Yeah, they do look a bit chickeny. Yeah. I thought they looked quite good. Um, roasted newt, anyone? I could do without roasted newt. I kind of yeah. want to know what... It's been very nice, though. I mean, I guess if you're just eating dumplings every night like Lynn seems to, then yeah. a roasted newt's probably a luxury Delicacy. item. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. I mean, you could go and buy that in Selfridges probably for like 10 quid. You probably quid. could, yeah. So, probably yeah. <laughs> <laughs> could. In a lolly stick. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I like the enchanted rice cake um, that gives yeah. Jihiro back her strength. It made me think of Lambus bread. <laughs> Yeah, I I didn't get that it was a rice cake. Thank you for saying that because I think when well, I was that's what I've written it, down. That's I, kind I of what it looks magic like. rice, magic rice. Yeah, <laughs> but I was thinking, I'm sure it's not just rice because it it's like in a like... triangular shape, isn't it? Yeah, but yeah, a rice cake. Of yeah. course, that would be far better. Or like a kind of sushi type thing, like the yeah. sticky rice, maybe like a Ooh, sticky not... rice. Mm. Oh, sticky rice. But uh, it certainly works. The star it's sprinkles like... that the soot balls get. <gasps> of course, yeah. yeah, yeah. Apparently, the design is actually based on a popular. Japanese oh, okay. sweet. Well, there you go. Yeah. Which um, I'm just adding to my list of reasons I want to go to Japan. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. The stink spirit, I've noticed, ruins breakfast. Because Lynn goes <laughs> off to get breakfast and then it's it's ruined. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, that, that's not, not so good. No, not really. Um, but then after they've cleaned up the, well, the river, the river spirit, it's mm-hmm. not a stink spirit in the end, they get sake on the house. True. Which is awesome. Mm-hmm. I've never had it, but I'll take your word for it. Yes, I have got some in the cupboard actually. Oh, hey. so. <laughs> Needs to go. It does need to go in the fridge uh, on a day like today. <laughs> we went to Japan quite a long time ago on holiday, and the very last night we went and spent all the money we had left on sake. <laughs> and I do mean all the money How we had left. <laughs> Pretty well, to be oh, fair. It's quite so very nice. Yeah. Very good. There was a little bar, which was just not... It was a tiny little bar, but it was just known for the sake. Mm-hmm. That's all you you go there for. And it became... You know when you get, like, a holiday catchphrase? Yeah. It became... Because we went in and sat down, and a guy just came over and went, 
you are here for the sake. <laughs> <laughs> Which wasn't remotely funny, really, but you know, it just became one of those uh, one of those catchphrases. But yeah, it's very nice. Mm. So yeah, sake and the house. Lovely. Mm. Yeah. That's what you want. I'd have a bit of that. There's so much food in this film. Yeah. But you need all the food because there's lots of running. Yes. There is lots of running. There is. At, like rapid speed as well. I was looking yeah. and thinking, I wish I could run that fast. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah. And they didn't, again, I've written down about the animation techniques, they don't use rotoscoping, which a lot of, mm-hmm. I mean, it's all done on computer these days, but your hand drawn animation, a lot of the time, they trace over um, actual footage of people running and doing right. And that's when you get that okay. weird uncanny valley thing going yeah. on. So they don't do that uh-huh. in, in, uh, in the Studio Ghibli films. Yeah. Which is why you get that slightly, you know, different style, which you don't even notice until you look for it. And then you think, oh, no, it is actually different mm-hmm. to the way that people run in other. Um, in other kind of animations, but I love um, you. Barber's run is amazing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and the noise that she makes, yeah. just amazing. It's a bit creepy. It's a bit like Benny Hilly. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> Tons of running towards people, away from people, all over the place. <laughs> um, it makes me laugh when Chihiro's uh, first trying to cross the bridge on her own. And she sees no face there. Mm. And she's just, like, casually, like, walking past. Yeah. And then once she gets just level with him, she goes, like, runs. <laughs> and I always... It, it makes me chuckle because I just think when I was a kid, I used to always get freaked out by, like, really silly things that weren't there. Yes. You know, uh-huh. when your imagination's just playing tricks yes. and, and it's overactive. Yeah. And now I'm thinking maybe, maybe there was actually a no face just oh, loitering there and I didn't know it. Maybe. But it made me chuckle because like you'd just walk past like a doorway <laughs> yeah. and then as you got level with it, you'd just run, run. <laughs> just in case something suddenly yeah. jumps out at you or yeah, something. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, which brings me on to um, breath holding. Yes. Um, and do you, is it just me uh-huh. that when there's somebody holding the breath on screen, I kind of have to <laughs> hold my breath just to see if I can do it? <laughs> I don't think I did it. <laughs> Have you? <in laughs> but the now past? I'm trying. Is it to, just me? <laughs> now I'm trying to figure out. No, do you know what I've done it with though? Um, and I can't. I can't hold my breath that long. Yeah. Um, I'm sorry. I'm going to talk about like a Hollywood film now. I think I know what one you're going to say. Mission Impossible. Oh my five. word! But he can Ghost really hold his breath for about twenty minutes. Yeah. Right? I mean, he really. When he dives into that fucking yeah. water, suddenly has to hold his breath. Yeah. Yeah. I cannot hold my breath that no, long. No. No. But I did try. I did try when yeah. I was watching that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but Tom Cruise apparently can hold his breath mm-hmm. for like I don't know, like a day. I don't know. It's ridiculous. The man's invincible. Yeah, they all mm-hmm. had to have training, didn't yeah. they? Yeah. To like do it. Yeah, it's crazy. But no, underwater things like that really stressed me out. Oh yeah. I do I do hold my breath? Yeah. There was a recent one in Stranger Things, as well. Have you watched? Are you up to date? I am Stranger up to date. Oh yeah, on. yeah. Um, where they go out into this? Not a spoiler. When they go out into the lake and. Dive down and yes, yeah, yeah, to yeah. Watergate. Into Watergate. Yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry, that might yeah, be a spoiler. I <laughs> uh, but, but yeah, yeah. I, did, I did hold my breath. Yeah, yeah I tried yeah. that one. Yeah. yeah, I made it for that, uh-huh. um, like pretty much. The whole yeah, way, but I think that was bad. just some wasn't lucky editing. <laughs> but it's just like you know, you just, you just kind of have to, don't you? Yeah, you just kind of yeah. have to. Is it a bit far fetched? Do you have any nitpicks? I mean, it's difficult to nitpick because is it a bit far fetched? Yeah. Yes, it is. That's very fast. Yes, of course it is. I've just got a couple of things about cleaning, um, which is how is the bathhouse so clean when everyone who seems to come in is disgusting? Mm. You know, you've got all these, no face does it, the stink spirit does it, there's just 
goo, goo everywhere. Everywhere. Yeah. How do they keep it so clean? Mm-hmm. Maybe it's just because they've got all those staff. Because there's lots and lots of people. Yeah. Um, and why doesn't the stink spirit get clean in the rain? Because he arrives in the middle of a, a like a, a huge rainstorm. Yeah, he, he doesn't does. seem to be getting any cleaner. No, but maybe he needed kindness to get clean. Maybe he oh. needed someone to be kind to him and, and he naturally... Needed, he needed she who needed to pull that the, yeah. thorn pulling out. Yes, yeah. And it was going to take somebody's like empathy and kindness to like get it. that close to do that. Yep, yep. So, oh. yeah, I think it was just the curse. Yeah, yeah. No, oh, okay, I'll, I'll go with that. Spirit. I'll go with that, yeah. But it does stress me out because I just mm-hmm. think, oh, that is going to take some cleaning. It really <laughs> is. It's just stuff everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, do you have any fast-forward moments? I mean, I know you said it's, it doesn't feel long, long, but mm-hmm. it is It is over two hours long, which is quite long for an animation. Yeah. Um, and again, the first time I watched it, I did think you could probably chuck that out. You could probably get rid of that. You know, why do we need that bit about that? But when you really, really watch it and pay mm-hmm. attention, you do realise that everything kind of leads on to something else, doesn't it? It does, yeah. I don't think so, there's any real slack bits no, of the film, really. Probably not. Mm-mm. Even the even the um, the train ride out. Mm, it's yeah. just amongst all like the carnage that's come before. Yeah, it's like a nice little breather. But then it's it also is. still got something to say on that train journey. Yeah. Like the spirits getting off at these stations that are in yeah. the middle of nowhere. And uh-huh. Like the little girl, the little girl spirit at the station just waiting in the middle of nowhere. It's like, what's she waiting What's their story? Yeah. 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 There's like all these little bits of intrigue on that as well. So, um, could it start a franchise? Do we need a prequel or a sequel? It's been uh, 21 years, so we're probably not going to get a, a I, sequel. I, I don't need any direct prequels or sequels. No. Not really. Mm-mm. I mean, there is a little theory that the girl, the the female spirit at the station mm-hmm. that's waiting, is possibly a character from another Ghibli film, oh, and I'm okay. not going to say which one because Just in case. it <laughs> would be spoiler. then a spoiler. <laughs> right, and yeah. I've not seen it myself yet, right, and I feel okay. like it might have spoiled a little something for me. But then I kind of know a bit about the film to right for it to not be well, too much of a spoiler. I'm I'm. Thinking, I'm thinking it might be the same person we're both thinking of, but okay. let's not. Yeah, let's not do that. Yeah, just in case. We'll, um, we'll do that off. We'll the do podcast. that off podcast. Yeah, we're not spoiling yes. things yeah. for people uh-huh. if we can help it. Um, I mean, the one thing I'd like to um, to know is when they get out and there's dust on the car, mm-hmm. um, and the, this is this whole thing supposed yeah. to have taken three days, three nights mm-hmm. in the spirit world. Yeah. But how long has it taken? I know. So that's the one thing I would like to know. Yeah. In like a little colder, maybe. When they get to the house, maybe like someone else has moved in because they've. Yeah, they've been missing 10 years for years later. Or, exactly, yeah. yeah. That's the only thing, that's the only loose end. Mm-hmm. Also, you know, does she meet up with Haku? You know, I, don't I like know. that it's left open ended and it isn't. You know, I like that it's not a full on mm-hmm. romance. Yeah. You know, that they just leave it that he's going back to tell you Baba what to do with a job mm-hmm. and then hopefully we'll see each other again yeah. it's like oh yeah you know I kind of like that it's left like that because he's a river spirit and his river's no longer there mm. can he leave the spirit world has he got is he able to leave good point but I don't know yeah 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 maybe he has to stay in this maybe he'll end up like Lynn you know and he has to stay in the spirit world but yeah um, and where did Lynn want to go to yeah. On the train. Like, and how rubbish is her boat? 
I know, I do think, I, mean, I feel really? so sorry for him <laughs> pa- trying to paddle that Ridiculous. thing. Ridiculous! I'm sure it's a traditional Japanese vessel, but really... It looks hard work, it doesn't really it? It really does. It doesn't seem to do anything, it doesn't seem to go anywhere. <laughs> it's terrible. I know. <laughs> yeah, maybe, what, maybe we don't need like a, a sequel film, maybe we just need mm-hmm. like a comic or yeah, like a graphic actually. novel of it yeah. or something, that might yeah. be quite nice. Definitely. Um, I don't know, I haven't up. seen all the Ghibli films, so maybe, you never know, there may be Easter eggs in other maybe. films, you know, because yeah. that does tend to happen. They've not said that it's the same universe, but mm-hmm. it's kind of hinted at in places, yeah. isn't it? I think there's a I think there's a shoe lost in a river in um, My Neighbour Totoro. Oh, okay. So, Ooh, we're going to have to be watching that Exactly, I know. I do love that, I do love Totoro. Yeah, I think he is my favourite. So, apparently the, the next Ghibli film, or the next um, uh, Miyazaki film, is out in 2026. Mm. Um, it's yeah. called How Do You Live? And it is going to be the last film that he makes before he yeah. retires. Again! Again. <laughs> well, I'm very glad that he's coming back to make another. Absolutely, yes. yes. Hopefully by 2026 we will have watched his back catalogue of yes. all yeah. the ones we've still not got around to watching yet. Definitely. Um, soundtrack. I am totally rubbish and forgot to write down the name of the composer. The composer is Joe Hishayash, um, who also scored, I've written down, all the good ones. <laughs> all the good ones, yes. yes. Oh yeah. my goodness. Uh, yeah. What an amazing composer. Uh-huh. He's so good. Yes, yeah. So he did Howl's Moving Castle mm-hmm. and Tale of the Princess Kaguya, um, obviously Spirited Away, yeah. um, Ponyo, yeah. Mm-hmm. All, yeah. All the main prolific, ones. yeah, absolutely, yeah. yeah. And I think it was the Japanese Philharmonic, right, um, that played it. I think I'm right. Oh, um, nice. But yeah, it's a it's a good soundtrack. Mm-hmm. It is. Footnote: The soundtrack for Spirited Away was performed by the New Japan Philharmonic Orchestra. Joe Hisaishi has composed countless scores, not only for Hayao Miyazaki, but for many other anime and live action films. He is currently touring celebrating 35 years of Studio Ghibli music and he's playing Wembley in a couple of weeks with the BBC Concert Orchestra. If anyone would like to sponsor next month's She Watchables podcast for around 400 quid, we'll pop along and let you know what it's like. Oh, I love it. Yeah, I'm... Mm. I'm... Well, I was singing it in our little interlude while, while you went <laughs> while to feed feeding the, the, cats, uh, yes. the cats earlier. Yes. I was singing some of it in our little interlude. And it is. Yeah, it's such catchy music. Mm, yeah. And I think it's interesting throughout the f- film, like we've discussed it with soundtracks before, that sometimes the best soundtracks are ones that you don't really, you don't really notice, notice that they're there. Yeah. But actually there's quite a few bits in Spirited Away where you do notice that they're there. You do, but yeah. But it's a great thing to notice that, the, it's there like yeah. you, you're hearing that music and it's fitting so perfectly well with what's going on on the screen I mean there's a lot of what you would think of as traditionally Japanese music yeah um, I think No Face has got his own little theme mm-hmm. hasn't he whenever he appears yeah um, you've got that going on yeah like if you don't have time to watch the film mm. anytime soon just go on your you know Fruit-based once device. you've finished listening to us <laughs> yes. on your streaming service uh-huh. um, yeah Get that soundtrack up and just listen to yeah. it. It's so nice. It is. It is. Mm-hmm. I'll have to listen to some of the others as well. Mm-hmm. Under any other business, I think I've just written, what's your <laughs> what's your, what's your, your take on getting lost? Um, <laughs> <laughs> because I, I, I must admit, I totally identify with the dad who yeah. won't go back. 
who walk retrace his steps. <laughs> He's like, I reckon we can get to it this way. I can see it. I know we've gone the wrong way, but I reckon if we carry on, that yeah. I'm afraid that is my attitude to getting lost. <laughs> um, no, so I'm very I much. Uh, I'll retrace my steps oh, and go really? back to where I started. Okay, well you're, you're safe. You're I literally got lost in a field running last week. So <laughs> I had no <laughs> choice. How do you get lost in a field? I would imagine but it's a field I've ran through about three or four times before. Was it a field of wheat? <laughs> Funnily enough, no, it was not. Thankfully. <laughs> Yeah, I'll tell you that story. Did, well, did, did yeah, you want to yeah, hear me a, about my story about me getting lost? I was trying to find a bridge. Okay, okay. You're trying to get back. I found a bridge. World. It wasn't the bridge I was looking for. Right. So then I tried another path nearby. Mm. Still wasn't taking me to where I thought. Yeah. And then realised, actually, I needed to run about another half a kilometre further on to get right. to the bridge I wanted. So I think it was just kind of... I really wanted the bridge to be nearer than it was, so <laughs> yeah, I could turn thinking. round and wishful go back. Thinking. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, we've yeah. all been there. We've all been there. Check out my Strava. There's a little like squiggly <laughs> squirrel where I just kept going back and forward for about five minutes. That was always fun. <laughs> Drawing a little picture on Strava. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I think we've covered all my notes. Not in, in necessarily in the correct order, but um, I think we've I think we've covered everything. Well, I wanted to just ask you one question related okay. to this film okay um if you were a spirit right if you were to be a spirit of something okay what would you be a spirit of okay um <laughs> okay so i'm on the uh, i'm on the spot and i have got a visual aid here which is reminding me of something that's very dear to my heart mm-hmm. um and that is biscuits oh yeah i think i might have to be the biscuit spirit oh yeah yeah Nice. Because it generally tends to be something like a, a place or a, a place or an animal or uh, or a food, like yeah. the radish, the radish spirit. Mm, so, good point. Yeah. I've, yeah. I've, I've not thought this through. I'm not sure what, what I do as a biscuit spirit. <laughs> I think you just make sure that there's always biscuits in the world and that people's biscuit tins are always filled with biscuits. Well, wow. I mean, yeah. That, that's I a, mean, that sounds like a pretty good That's a pretty job. good raison d'etre. Yeah. Do you get to have biscuits that. yourself as the biscuit spirit? I hope so. Otherwise, the deal's off. Yeah. How about yourself? Nice. I was thinking I'd be like either the spirit of <laughs> the spirit of cynicism. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> because I think when I thought about this question to ask you, right. I think something immediately afterwards made me feel very cynical, and I thought <laughs> that's what I'd be the spirit of. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be the cynical spirit. Okay. Um, okay. But now I'm thinking, you know, if it if it was a food based spirit, I'd probably right. be the spirit of donuts. Oh, do yes. have a bit of a yeah thing for donuts, mm. or maybe the spirit of tattoos. Yeah. Well, that'd be quite handy. Yeah, not the spirit of hungry cats. Um, I think that's you've got that. I think that's this. taken. Yeah, yeah you've I got think, that job. <laughs> that job is definitely taken. Um, yeah. Good evening, Mister Watson. Would you like third supper? <laughs> We should probably um, sign off and feed a hungry and a very warm cat. Oh, yeah, I feel you. Yep. Yep, absolutely. Oh, let's go and open some windows. I'll close some curtains or open some windows. I don't know what I'm supposed to do. Just lie down on the floor where it's cold. On a wet towel. I think that's what we're supposed to do. Yeah. Oh, we'll see you next month when hopefully uh, normal service will be resumed i.e it'll be august and it'll be raining yeah we can look back on these balmy days (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> maybe not. Bam is in crazy. Crazy, yeah. That, that, was the, that was the meaning I was going for. Yeah. Yeah, thanks for joining us this hot July podcast. Ridiculous. Um, hopefully Record we'll see you on the other side. <laughs> hopefully, yes. We'll see you out of the spirit world and back in the real world. <laughs> yeah, let's go and get some ice cubes. Yeah. <laughs> bye bye now. Bye bye. Bye bye.